everyone, and welcome to another episode of Annie Talks, where we bring to you interesting stories about interesting people that you want to know about. I'm your host, Annie Rivera. Thank you for tuning in and to those who have already subscribed. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, and I hope you enjoy what you hear. And if so, I personally invite you to subscribe. Annie Talks is brought to you by Luxwear Trends, affordable, luxurious timepieces for every occasion, luxury that lasts forever, and that's what sets us apart from others. Find us on Facebook and Instagram or visit LuxwareTrends.com. That's L-U-X-E WearTrends.com. For this Celebration Awareness Series, we recognize the entire month of February as Black History Month, and we celebrate those who have paved the way and pioneered for African Americans who followed in their footsteps. On this episode number 15 of Annie Talks, I had the privilege of speaking with Monica Lynn Lehua Hawkins on what Black History Month means to her. I met Monica toward the end of 2017. To me, she is referred to as Kumu Hula, which is Master Teacher in the Art of Hula, the word Kumu meaning source in Hawaiian. Monica is a strong, empowered biracial woman born to an African-American father and a Hawaiian mother. She shares what Black History Month means to her, but also shares what it means to be Hawaiian. She talks about her experiences growing up in a biracial household, the stereotypes and stigmas she and her family faced on both sides of the spectrum, while identifying with the best of both worlds culturally. So here now is my conversation with Monica Lynn Lehua Hawkins. everybody and welcome to my channel if you're brand new to my channel thank you so much for stopping by and if you've been here before as always thank you thank you thank you and welcome back I'm Annie Rivera and this is Annie Talks and today we're celebrating Black History Month and I am here with Monica Lynn also known as my Kumu Lehua Hawkins Monica Lynn Hawkins thank you so much thanks for having me so let's talk a bit about your background. Give a sense of your background and your upbringing and um, what it means to you to be, uh, or what it means to you for black history. I am born and raised here in Los Angeles, California. My uh, father is African-American. He comes from Middletown, Ohio. And my mother is Hawaiian and she is from the island of Hawaii, from the South Kona side of Keauho. Black History Month is for me is, a, is another month. It, every day is Black History Day for me. I'm bi, I'm biracial, so obviously every day I celebrate being African American as well as celebrate being Hawaiian. Um, so I don't believe that you know there should be just one month that we celebrate as African Americans being who we are because every day we wake up that is the skin that we live in. 
Um, I have I was born and raised here in Los Angeles, and I grew up in um, West Los Angeles. I attended Hamilton High School. My mother transplanted here from Hawaii uh, right out of high school. We've always lived here in Los Angeles. She we were raised in a Hawaiian home, but all of our relatives that we were surrounded with were Af our African American family. Um, we did not grow up with our Hawaiian family. My father's family comes from Kentucky, from Ohio, from Michigan. My grandfather and all of his brothers were um, were Masons. They and so we definitely um, grew up um, in that in that kind of environment um, and learning um, what it meant. I think to be young African American children but more so biracial. And in that time, and we're talking about in the 70s, that was kind of difficult because um, we were still in a period of segregation. Um, we were still in a time where um, blacks had their side and everybody else had their side. And it was particularly a little challenging for us because we, my mother was not African-American obviously and so she had her own set of challenges with my with my father's family because it was the expectation that he should have married an African-American woman and not a Hawaiian woman. Finding your identity when you're a young person especially being biracial can be quite difficult especially when the climate of society was very heightened and so finding our place as young Hawaiian kids was also difficult so we we're kind of stuck in the middle trying to find out who we actually were. I was fortunate enough for my father to uh, know and be very strong in his own identity. Not as a black man, but as a man, period. And But he recognized that um, there would be certain challenges for us. Um, and coincidentally enough, he would always he would tell us, it's very obvious on the outside that you're black. Everyone can see that you're black, but they don't know that you're Hawaiian. So you're always Hawaiian first. And at that time, whenever you would fill out an application, you fill out something, there was always a box. You were either white or you were black or you were other. And my, it was my father that told us to check other. Your father had an awareness, um, and, he, and he knew that um, segueing into your adulthood life, um, that there would be some challenges, and he prepared you for that. He did. My skin doesn't make me who I am. It's, it's everything that's inside of me that's been... Um, that was given to me before I even was born. Tell us about some of your heroes. Who are some of your heroes that give meaning to Black History Month or just um, everyday living for you? My heroes, again, you know, um, because we as black people, we suffer through a lot of social injustice stereotypes. You know, before you even walk in the room, if someone knows that you're black, they already have an idea of who you are and how you're going to behave, what your, what your educational background is. They've already sized you up. Um, and so that challenge for me is especially heightened for my, my husband, who is African-American, for my, my three boys that are three, three shades of chocolate. I call them three shades of chocolate because I have dark chocolate, I have milk chocolate, and I have white chocolate. Cause they're, and then my grandson, you know, who's only five years old. You know, my, 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 my three boys, they're heroes for me because I know that every day that they walk out the door, they have to struggle in society 
uh, to be um, recognized or acknowledged for who they are and not who society thinks they're going, they, they should, they are, they are, right? Um, that every day that they come home safe, they're, that's heroic for me because I see police stopping young black boys in the street just because they're black. I see that driving down the street. Um, I, I, I see women clutch, clutching their purses when they go into shopping malls or stores just because they're black. So I celebrate just being black every single day. And every day that we demonstrate as black people that we are not our, the color of our skin, that we are successful, beautiful, cultured people and that there's so much more to us than the stereotypes that have been presented that are lived in in society that's something to celebrate um i celebrate having um having figures such as martin luther king and and malcolm x and coretta scott king and and all of these historically black people who helped bring forward um, the injustices and um, of, of being African-American, but they're just a stepping stone. There's so many people now paving the way, uh, young and old, that are putting forth a pos the positive roles that we uh, represent. So you're biracial, you're both black and Hawaiian. Talk a little bit about those two worlds and how you combine them together. Okay, so they automatically co get combined together because I just am who I am. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a biracial person. Um, the worlds have come together in a manifestation as far as me being hula, uh, being a hula person. When we were younger, um, my younger sister actually decided she wanted to learn hula. Um, remember I was telling you how we grew up in a Hawaiian home, so my mother, when we would get up in the morning and do our chores on the weekends, she would play Hawaiian music, and that's really how we would um, we'd clean the house. We ate Hawaiian food. Everything that we did in our home was traditionally Hawaiian. It was the way that she kept clear to herself, but it also, again, remember I mentioned that my father would tell us, it's obvious that you're black, and everything in our surroundings, we're black, but it isn't obvious that you're Hawaiian. And so my mother really worked hard to make sure that we knew who we were um, on that side of the spectrum as well. So going back, my, sis my younger sister um, decided that she wanted to learn to dance hula and so you know we're two years apart so we're you know bookends and uh, <laughs> so I decided just to tag along just to see what it was about you know she went to her first class and then the second class from there I just started dancing you know 35 40 years 40 years later I'm still dancing she doesn't um, but it became a way of life for me so at first it was just for entertainment and just to learn um, but then when I got into my 20s I decided um, that I wanted something more out of um, out of my hula. That I no longer wanted to present myself as a Hawaiian in the grass skirt and the coconut shells because it was such a, a negative stereotype for me as a Hawaiian. If that's not who we are and who I wanted people to know. Um, I was and the people that I came from and that's where my journey towards becoming a kumu hula started. Um, started from being groomed in a traditional hula school and that's when I started really learning about my culture, about what being Hawaiian was. So let's talk about some of your professional or personal accomplishments. Well professionally I am a global payroll director of a techno uh, 
of a technology company. And that's been a great experience because when I started professionally many, many years ago in the payroll world, it was just a job and I grew that into a career. Um, I hold a bachelor's degree in human resources and I hold a master's degree in organizational development and I use those, uh, you know, that in my professional world. Um, personally, and it is kind of, it kind of goes hand in hand, personal, professional. Um, I am the Kumuhula of Halauhula Kalehua Maukele. I uh, went through formal uniki under the auspices of Master Kumuhula Mekamamalu Klein in 2010 in Papa Kupu. Uh, I come from the Maiki line of Hula, and anyone who is in Hula knows who Auntie Maiki is. So I'm very, very proud to be able to say that I'm rooted in and um, in, in, in that Hula lineage. And it also comes with a lot of responsibility to make sure that I'm always not just representing myself as a kumuhula, uh, but also representing my 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 kumu, her kumu, and all of those that came before them and paved the way for us to be able to celebrate um, being Hawaiian, to um, perpetuate our culture to help be a part of the resurgence of a culture that was almost dead and perpetuate that for further generations. For all the viewers and all the young men and women, African-American and beyond, uh, what message would you like to share with them? I don't think I'm, I'm unique in the fact that I'm biracial. You know, I think I'm lucky. I really do. I, I, I believe that, um, that I'm one of millions of biracial or multi multicultural people out there. Um, I just happen to be given this platform to talk about me and um, and and my story. And um, but it's not so unique. I think that there are so many other Hawaiian black kids out there, or young people out there that live the same the same um, thing that I live, that are striving for the same dreams that I'm striving for. I think what makes me special is that I am attuned to who I am and who I want people to see me as, um, that I know who I am. And there are some people that are still on that journey um, and or maybe haven't even gotten on the journey, that they're fine just blending in with everyone else. But I, I find passion in demonstrating who I am uniquely, culturally, because there is so much to brag about. There's so much to be proud about being an African-American woman. Um, there's so much to be proud about being a Hawaiian woman. And those two uh, cultures blending together, um, for me, my, that story is, is going to be long long-standing from, you know, from the end of time for me um, and through my children and through my grandchildren. And I just, I'm, I'm lucky to be that person in my family to be able to share, um, sh share these experiences um, in hopes that that's going to help spark something in my kids and in, in my, um, my nephews and my nieces so that they have something unique to share with their families um, when they start having them.
Well, that's it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and learning more about my friend and Kumu, Monica Lynn Lehua Hawkins, and what Black History Month means to her and her family. A couple of things before we close. One, I'd really love to hear from you also. Please let me know where you're listening from. Leave a comment in the comment section. Also, let me know what topics you'd like to hear about, and we may just feature them in a future podcast, with a shout out to you, of course, for suggesting it. And two, if you haven't already checked out my YouTube channel, be sure to click on the link in the description box of this podcast. You can check out the video with Monica Lindley Hua Hawkins and Black History Month and other interesting videos on fitness, product reviews, tutorials, my celebration awareness series, and other Annie Talks episodes. And three, last but not least, if you haven't already subscribed to my podcast, be sure to hit subscribe to be notified of new episodes. Thank you all again for stopping by and keep listening to Annie Talks.